Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Wonderland. Today, I'm not going to be talking about a universal basic income. I fully intend to do so on an episode of the podcast, and I did say that this was probably going to be the subject of the next episode, but hey-ho, I've changed my mind. Today, I'm thinking about food, and I know why. It's because I have once again taken up intermittent fasting. Back in 2012, I was totally into intermittent fasting. Every, I think, Monday and Wednesday were the days where I just simply would not eat anything. It was water and black coffee, and that was it. Every Monday and Wednesday, food-free. This time around... Because in 2013, when my second daughter, my third child was born, that kind of upset my routine. Sorry, Katie, I don't mean to sound as though I'm blaming you for something. I'm certainly not. But yes, my fasting routine went out the window. And I have tried on several occasions since to get back on track with intermittent fasting but I don't know whether it's age whether it's life whether it's whatever I haven't been able to get back to that 2012 discipline where I've been able to just go for two whole days without I mean I've done it inconsistently there have been a week or two here and there where I've managed to maybe do a day or a couple of days where I haven't eaten anything. But this last two weeks, I've actually changed the approach, right? So I've changed the approach and now I am doing the kind of time-restricted feeding. So I'm kind of fasting every day now and It could be an 18-hour fast. It could be a 16-hour fast. Today is an 18-hour, for example. So the last thing I ate last night was too late, actually. It was at half 10 at night I ate something. And so now I'm on an 18-hour fast, which means it will be what time? Half four today before I eat. So that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about food. I'm thinking about fasting. I'm in the mood, the mood for food. There are lots of different methods of intermittent fasting. As I've already said, I used to do the two days a week. So the 5-2, I think that's commonly known as the 5-2. Five days eating, two days not eating. And when I was eating, I wasn't restricting myself in any way, shape or form. And I wasn't doing it to lose weight. I was doing it because... A doctor called Michael Mosley, who does a lot of productions for the BBC, he had a program, I believe it was, for the BBC, I believe it was the Horizon program. I could be wrong, back in 2012, 2011, 2012. And he talked about the health benefits of fasting. And it was that which really inspired me to try fasting as a lifestyle choice. Because the health benefits, the health benefits were incredible, absolutely incredible. The premise is this, 
that when you stop eating after a certain amount of time, there's a hormone that's probably constantly in production in the human body because of the way we eat and snack. And it's called IGF-1. So insulin growth factor one is the name of the hormone. Now this is this is going back to 2011, 2012 science. So this, I probably need to do a bit of research to see is this still current or has the science on this evolved? But the IGF-1, after a period of time of not eating, it would it would turn off. So the levels of it would come down, 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 and then it would turn off. And then another hormone, and I can't remember the name of it, but it would kick in. And what it was kind of doing, and I'm breaking this down into simple terms because I don't really understand the exact science of it, but what it was doing effectively was it was it was giving the body instructions to no longer grow. So the, the growth hormone was all about, you know, cell multiplication and stuff like that. So we're always we're always trying to grow and because we're always trying to grow our cells are sometimes getting mutated and stuff like that. And ultimately that can, not always, but it can lead to illness such as cancer, stuff like that. So what happens then is if you turn off that growth factor and you stop doing the old cell division, multiplication, whatever's going on, sorry, pardon my ignorance on the science of biology here, but I think you know what I mean. I hope you know what I mean. And when the growth hormone isn't on, this other one's on, and it's basically saying to the body, look, right, it's repair time. It's it's cleanup time. Let's go and have a look at all the cells that are, you know, the new cells. The body's saying, let's go and have a look at the state of things within the body. Let's go and look at our cells. Let's check them out. Clean them. By that, I mean, get rid of the dodgy ones look at that it's a badly mutated cell over there tidy that up get that cleaned up so it's fascinating to think that yeah there's this repair process that can start to take place so you're not just losing weight and it's and you do lose weight i lost a lot of weight but you're not just losing weight and for me it was never about losing weight although it was a very nice byproduct because i actually went back down to 12 and a half stone which would be my that was my kind of weight when i was a late teen early adult that would have been my kind of ideal weight and one of the reasons why i want to get back into fasting albeit i'm tweaking it a little this time around i'm doing the time restricted feeding which is sometimes every day i'm doing one right every day i'm either doing a 14 8 so like a fast for 14 hours and then i have a feeding window of eight hours or I'm doing a 14-8. No, that would be a 14-10. Sorry, I don't do a 14-8. A 14-10, and actually I don't do the 14-10. You can do the 14-10. I do either the 16-8 or the 18-6. And once a week now, I'm doing a 24, a full 24-hour fast. So I might finish eating at 8 o'clock this evening, let's say and then run right through to eight o'clock tomorrow evening. The interesting thing about fasting is it has been around, and the health benefits seem to have been known by humans for thousands of years, thousands of years. 
Ever wonder why fasting seems to make up part of every religion in the world? Whoever God was or is, she knew a thing or two about fasting and she imparted this knowledge to the masses. Listener, it has just dawned on me that I have not revealed the date. And what I mean by that is that I try and include the date of the podcast on every episode I do. I try and record and edit an episode on the same day that I begin. It doesn't always work out that way, but that's what I try and do. So without further ado, it is Tuesday, the 13th of June. I have ended my fast or at least my fast has ended in terms of I wanted to do an 18 hour fast this time and that expired at half past four it's now 20 to 6 and I still haven't actually officially broken the fast by eating something so that's something I'm going to have to rectify very quickly but it has got me thinking about food do you ever think about food when you're hungry do you ever really think about food when you're hungry and then you go to all those foods that you really, really love? I saw a post on Facebook the other day from a friend of mine. She lives in the Isle of Man and she posted something about a yard of pasties. A yard of pasties. And I replied saying, I am intrigued. Please go on. And she replied saying something along the lines of, I'm not talking about the Belfast pasty. I'm talking about something uh, more akin to the Cornish pasty. And I said, well, listen, this was a bit of a back and forth, as you've probably gathered. I said, listen, I'm all for both pasties. I am not prejudiced when it comes to pasties. Now, listener, if you are not from this part of the world, you might be wondering, what on earth is a pasty? Whether it be a Belfast pasty or a Cornish pasty. The Cornish pasty is arguably more famous, so you, if you've heard of one, you've probably heard of it before you've heard of the Belfast one. The Cornish pasty is, I would struggle to do it justice by trying to describe how it looks, but I will tell you this, that I have been to Cornwall, I have family in Cornwall, I some of my best memories of, of growing up are in Cornwall, going on holidays to Cornwall, and there's a little fishing village called Mevagissi. And in Mevagissi, there is a little pub. I can't remember if it, I, well, put it this way. I don't know if that little pub is still there. I hope it is. I don't even, I don't even know if I'd remember it if I saw it again. I was probably 15 when I was there, 14 maybe. And the Cornish pasty though, that I had in that pub in Mevagissi will live long in the memory because, oh, my stars it was amazing a belfast pasty god i'm getting hungry a belfast pasty is it's like it's like it's like a minced potato filling inside batter so if you've seen battered fish so if you've been to the uk if you've been to england or or anywhere within the uk for that matter and you get battered fish and chips well you don't the chips aren't battered the fish is battered so you get the battered fish right the batter that you would batter a fish in you've got this like mix it's like a potato and there's there's some herbs or some spices in some places it's vegetarian 
so they they don't use any meat whatsoever in other places i think there's some sort of sausage meat filler and i'm a fan of 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 all types of what is a northern irish or a belfast pasty they're just brilliant so i've spent way too long now talking about pasties i still haven't seen what a yard of pasty looks like i mean i'm guessing it's a measurement right so it's going to be a gigantic pasty and i want one i want one right now fasting is great but eating is cool too some of my other favorite foods well going for for we've done the pasty bit to death there where i grew up there's a little chip shop it's in a little place called tully galley right tully galley little place in the town that isn't a town called Craigavon. so i grew up in a what was supposed to be northern ireland's new city and for one reason or another that city never materialized so you just ended up having lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of houses in a place that was supposed to be a city and is recognized geographically as a town but there's no town center there's there's a shopping center but that's not my point listener where i grew up there was this little chip shop and it was called colleen's kitchen it's now called michelle's kitchen Colleen's Kitchen has reappeared in the town of Lurgan, right beside Craigavon, as one of those hot food vans, and it sits in a petrol station forecourt. Both Colleen's Kitchen, the one that sits in the petrol station forecourt, and Michelle's Kitchen, on which is the same premises that used to be Colleen's Kitchen. Their signature dish, and this is the thing that I remember and will always remember, their signature dish is called... The chipolato. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what a chipolata is. It's a miniature cocktail sausage. And that's true. But the dish served by the chip shop was chips. Right? Not fries, because they're not fries. They're not French fries. They're they're big, solid, good, chunky fried chips. And cocktail sausages. If you went for a large, you got ten. If you went for a small, you got five. And then you could have onions. And peas, and I always say no to peas. Sorry, listener, but I just do not like peas. Ask my sister-in-law, Brona. She'll tell you a story or two about how much I do not like peas and gravy. But this was a really, really secret gravy that you would not get anywhere else. And I have never tasted it anywhere else until recently. The Asian supermarket in Belfast sells that gravy. How do I know that it is that gravy? Well, I have I have someone on the inside, someone who is very familiar with the inner workings of both Michelle and Colleen's Kitchen. And that's all I want to say about that right now. I am hungry. I think it's very nearly time for me to eat. It is now 46 minutes past the hour of five. You ever hear anybody tell the time like that before? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you and I'm going to eat. And I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you're now interested in the health benefits of fasting. And I hope you're interested in pasties. And I hope you're interested in maybe one day, if you're in Northern Ireland, going to Craigavon for no other reason other than to get a gravy chipolato 
from either Michelle or Colleen's Kitchen or possibly one from each and you could then compare and contrast. Okay, I've enjoyed this. I will record another episode soon. See ya. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Ponderland. I sincerely hope you enjoyed it. To contact the show, you can send us an email, hello at ponderland.life. You can also follow us on Twitter at ponderlandlife. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and most other places where you consume your podcasts. Thank you.